Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for thunder and lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman here with you on a Friday morning. Glad to have made it to the weekend with you here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Of course, Strange Brew has been with us throughout all this craziness, so we hope you will continue to stay with them. You can't go wrong. And I saw today that they are they are they are open late at the Midtown. Uh, place now you could even get out of here we could be one of those situations where we have to record at like 11 30 12 o'clock at night you still if we get done at midnight or 12 30 you'd have time to get over there and get a drink wow they're still they're open late now 1 a.m i think wow yeah churning well, and burning there you go they're getting ready for football season they are yeah they are yeah. there you go and speaking of that football season it's gonna happen you darn right it is. And are you, maybe you're one of the lucky ones who gets to come into the stadium. I don't know. And if you do, if you if you if you look at this situation here, with all the new stuff that's happening at Mississippi State, and you walk in with an old MSU polo, or even worse, <laughs> if you walk in with that maroon is all that matters shirt on, you should be ashamed of yourself. When you can just go to collegecornerstore.com, buy a gift card at thirty percent off, and then turn around and buy a brand new polo. Why would you not do that? It's easy. It's the best selection in central Mississippi at collegecornerstore.com or either of their two locations at College Corner. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. You can't go wrong. It's time to get some new stuff on your back, maroon and white, at College Corner. The good folks over at Advantage Business Systems say that right now is not a time for you to be messing around. It's not a time for your business not to be working at its absolute best. So why don't you give them a call today and let them put 45 years worth of experience up in front of your in front of you and let you make the best decision for your business. It's easy, it's simple. It's just a phone call away. It's 844-833-6245 or call, visit them online at uh, absms.com find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. Charlie, we're going to have us some football. Darn right. We're going to do some business. Yeah. Our apologies to Kevin Prentice. We had to cancel with him because the SEC decided to drop the bombshell today. We will, I promise, eventually get around to those deep dives. I want to do them, but sometimes news breaks and you just don't have any, uh, any, any choice. September 26th, Mississippi State will play college football. Against somebody. Against a t- everything else is TBA. <laughs> the, 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 the opponent, the time, the, the place. How we're going to do post-game interviews, everything. Everything else is TBA. If you but can come, who knows? All we know is there's going to be a game. <laughs> the SEC announced today that they will be doing a 10-game conference-only schedule uh, that will uh, run from uh, December, uh, I'm sorry, September 26th. The SEC championship game is December the 19th. 
There's a bye week for everybody on December 12th, which means the last regular season Saturday should be December 5th. So, I mean, I guess we're, we're going to play, I, to my knowledge, the first ever December Egg Bowl, assuming everything holds up on that end. Um, and so, with that, we can all take, I think, a little bit of a breath. Now, there are two full months between now and then, basically, and anything could happen. But as it stands today, even if everything stays the way it is today, we're going to have football in Starkville or somewhere else. Yeah. On September the 26th. Yeah. Joel, your reaction. Thank God. Yeah. You know, man, I just. I, for my employment's sake, <laughs> for our sanity's sake, I think that probably the majority of you that can hear my voice right now are just thanking the heavens there's going to be football. I know there's probably some thinking, you know, safety and should have just not played it. I know there are people thinking that. Everybody's got a right to their opinion. I won't criticize that. You know, you got a right to think that, just like I got a right to think I want to work and I want these, uh, you know, I want, I want the kids to be able to play football, not just at college and at the high school level and things. I want those folks to be able to, I don't know, I think there's a social development yeah. issue with, with like younger kids going to school. But anyway, I don't want to go down that road. I'm excited, man. Yeah. Ten games. Uh, someone tweeted this. I don't think it'll ever happen, but it's like, if they play it this way and, you know, they don't have to, God forbid, shut down the season in the middle of the thing, and every game counts, every game <laughs> means something, you don't have any, you know, southwestern state cobras or something like that coming in that nobody gives a darn about. I'm try- I was trying to rem- it's like FCS East, whoever it was on NCAA FCS football. East. Yeah. yeah. You, you, you have none of those games this season. All you have are games against talent talented opponents that matter and after you see it after this season you may not want to go back to playing no, I, I but, but, but the, happen, I bet it doesn't either because I mean all these coaches have contracts it's like if you get so many wins yeah, you get, get so games. many more million dollars so it's that's a long way from that happening if ever but I think it's going to be a lot of fun um I it would have been and I guess we shouldn't the caveat is, like you said, there's two months until it happens. But we're going to pretend like for the moment it is definitely happening. Um, it would be devastating to have no football. Because with no football, no basketball. There'd be no lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go ahead and assume that if they play football, they're going to let some measure of people in. I don't know how many. It's not going to be a full house. Mm-hmm. But some people will come to Starkville, and hopefully at least we can patch this thing together and businesses can make money yeah. and keep the community alive. I don't know. I don't see many negatives to trying to do this. No. I know that, like I said earlier, there's going to be some people that's like, well, what if so-and-so catches it? What if there's an outbreak? Well, what if driving down the highway you hit a tree? You know, you got to – we can't just all sit in our house. And, and wait and wait and wait they have and to wait at and least wait. Make the attempt. You gotta try. Right. You gotta and, and try look, to do if it. If we get to September the the fifth, the weekend it was supposed to start, and cases have just skyrocketed, you could stop it. You know, and that was what the SEC's thinking was in this: that school's going to come back in, lots, everybody's going to be back on campus. Cases are going to go up. You're going to get positives. This gives you a lot of time to get through that. 
as opposed to trying to start on the 5th. I think school was scheduled to start, and somebody, if the student's listening, wants to correct me if that's fine. I think it was scheduled to start the 17th of August. So you're talking about, what, three weeks, basically, before the start of the football season. I mean, chances are two weeks into the season, two weeks after that, two weeks after the 17th, so that'd be August the 30th, September 1st, you're going to see a bunch of positives. You just are. This gives you the chance to get everybody out of quarantine. Well, it does a lot of things. They're going to be able to see NFL play, go through yeah. training camps and play games. Um, they're already right now seeing a scenario that could play out in the fact that the Miami Marlins have like 17 guys that have tested positive and a couple of coaches. Yeah. They get to kind of see how that's handled. Um, and, you know, kudos to MLB on that end. They didn't just shut down the season. They said, let's try and navigate our way through this. I think that you're seeing um, – I think that that's positive news for like college football because if you do see a, uh, some cases or, or even, you know, God forbid, an outbreak of some kind, they're probably not just going to say, well, that's it, throw in the towel. I mean, they're going to try and navigate through these things. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I think it was smart on a lot of ends, pushing it back, kind of get more information. Um, the fact that they're going to try to do it, I, I didn't see many negatives in what got announced. One thing I did like was that even though the season is starting on the 26th, they're going to let camp start. They're not They're not giving that restriction of you can only start so many weeks before kickoff. Camp is going to start on the 5th of August, if I'm correct. They're doing uh, required workouts right now, but actual the, what the NCAA sanctions as camp, it was supposed to start, I think, the first weekend of August. It Yeah. I don't know that that's still happening. They said it was. Okay. Well, I, I contacted some contacts that said that they don't know that that's the case. I thought that, I'm, I'm pretty sure that was in the uh, the SEC's release. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I I know that the people that I contacted that should have known the answer to that question. <laughs> These days, who knows anything? Said that they did not know that that was the case. I think it. I, well, the reason I like it, if that is, if it is indeed the case, is it t- makes up for the loss of spring practice. You get the month of, of instruction. I think it would make sense to do that. You know, just to, to sort of create. I think that, that that allows teams. We talked about that before about having to do it in July, about maybe giving those teams a camp, a, a, an extended camp. We'll see if that's the case or not. I, I was pretty sure that they they had made that comment in in the release that that everything was going to stay the same as far as the start of camp. Uh, well, I guess we'll find out for sure. Uh, you know, in the coming weeks, but. So let's well, I mean, in in Ross's tweet, which you retweeted, mm-hmm. he said the NCAA is allow. Okay, I, I see what you're saying now. Okay. I see what you're saying by by Ross's tweet. After you had retweeted that, I reached out to a couple of folks, and uh, somebody that would know basically said that even or even if the state scheduled opener September 5th was being played, mm-hmm. count dates still hadn't been finalized. Even with that, really. And, uh, I mean, they, they knew ballpark figures, I think. Right. But anyway, I, I was told it, it's still all TBD. But, we'll see. But that said, I mean, that's not to say they couldn't crank it up at normal time. It was just... So what, what, what I'm seeing, I think where the disconnect is between us here is, I think the NCAA is fine with having... Has said we haven't, could, we haven't... The universities, I mean, in this case, Mississippi State, have not... Officially, officially said, said that's started. what's going to yeah. happen. Okay. Yeah. So, let's talk about the schedule. Uh, which we obviously don't know what it is. The SEC said they will uh, release that at a later date. We thought we had a very simple solution for these two extra conference games. Simply 
put the two teams state plays or that all teams play in 2021 and 2022 and just reverse the fixtures. State is at Vanderbilt next year. They are home to Georgia in 2022. Put Vanderbilt and Georgia on the schedule. We state host Vanderbilt. They travel to Georgia. Makes perfect sense. The SEC is going to go another way. They are going to construct a strength of schedule formula and thereby determine what 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 you get. State was oh is that is that official? That, well, so much has happened today. Well, I'll put it like this: Ross Dellinger tweeted it, and so at this point, it's official. Yeah, Ross knows his stuff. Hey, he got he got uh, he got some uh, uh, some revenge on the SEC. He did. Uh, but that said, here, here's what I would say to that: State was fifth in the West last year, right? So I mean, let's if you bring up the SEC standings from a season ago, you know how, how did they how did they look? I, I'm pretty sure without yeah I got the I got it right here. Oh, that's last year's. Oh, no, oh, I'm sorry, this this year's. Why do I have the? I hate Google sometimes. I just want to point that out. Uh, all right, Southeastern Conference. So state's fifth in the West. You would think they would play you know four five or five six right? Yeah. Okay, five is South Carolina. So that would be a new game, but four is Kentucky and six is Missouri. So the question becomes, do you go up to three or do you go down to seven? Yeah, and then again, I don't know that that's how the formula is going to work. I'm just this is how I'm seeing it in my head, right? Like for Ole Miss, they were six in the West. They should add Missouri. They already play Vanderbilt, so go up one to South Carolina. Uh, and so on and so forth. Vandy and Arkansas will play each other, hopefully, in a chance to see who gets one win this year. <laughs> I, so my guess is that's who. If you said who who I think State's going to play, I think they're going to play South Carolina and Vanderbilt. I don't think they'll play Tennessee. They did play Tennessee last year. If they play Tennessee this year, that needs to be a home game because you were just in Knoxville a season ago. Uh, State hasn't played South Carolina since 2016. That game was here in Starkville as well. That's just 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 my first thought. LA, I mean. If you're good, that's how you have to do strength of schedule, right? It has to, it's the same way the NFL does it. They look at last year's results. So LSU, they will probably play Georgia and Tennessee. They didn't play. They play Florida every year. Uh, their other game is South Carolina. They'll play Georgia and Tennessee. If that makes sense. Yeah. I, let's fight on air. Alabama would get Florida and Kentucky. L- let's fight on air. Hey, okay. Dad. I don't know. That's the way they're going. I don't know. I don't know that. Okay. I don't, I'm not saying that that's for sure. I'm just saying. If that's how that's if that's, that's how, how if that's how it goes, that's how common sense math would make it work. Now this is the SEC, and they might not use common sense. Yeah, they'll probably freeze some ping pong balls and make sure Alabama gets Vanderbilt and Missouri. Yeah, maybe so. Georgia uh, can get Ole Miss and Arkansas. Yeah, but according to Brandon Marcello, they they have like three or four different models right, that, that are right. sitting there ready, and they've just got to vote on which one they want. Right. Uh, that said, it's a strength of schedule model helps. Assuming they don't play Tennessee. Helps MSU a lot. If you're going to add South Carolina and Vanderbilt, who I think are going to be the two worst teams in the East this yeah. year, all of a sudden you're talking about in 10 games you could go 6-4, and four, which, I mean, would be great in my opinion. So, But, again, I don't know how it's going to work. Somebody's going to get the luck of the draw here. Oh, somebody is. <laughs> well, I mean, Vanderbilt's going to go on two-team schedules. There's no question, right? They already play, uh, they already play Ole Miss. Their other... Uh, West game is Texas A&M. They're going to play Arkansas. There's no way those teams aren't playing each other. They're going to let somebody get a win. That'll be the one of the biggest futility ball. God almighty. I know that they normally play Tennessee the last – I don't care. Vanderbilt-Arkansas, final game of the season. Or let that be the first game of the season. Everybody oh, somebody would, can be 1-0. Every, somebody be 1-0 and everybody would watch. 
Oh yeah, because especially the if first one. Yeah, yeah, that's the yeah. You're right. You're right. that's a good call. That, <laughs> the season opener: Vanderbilt versus Arkansas. Yeah, see, whoever wins that game. <laughs> What's, what would be funny is when we look back in 20, 30 years, like, well, what's the most, what's the highest rated college football game of all it time? It was Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt versus, versus Arkansas. Arkansas. <laughs> the brawl to settle it all at the, uh. at the bottom of the SEC. So that's just my thought process is that state at fifth will likely, again, it's just, I'm just theorizing here, uh, South Carolina and either Vanderbilt or Tennessee. And I would lean towards Vanderbilt. Especially because you look at the bottom of the West. Okay, Arkansas. Doesn't it make sense for Vanderbilt if you're going to help them out to play Mississippi State and Arkansas? Because they're already playing Ole Miss. So that way they're getting the bottom three teams in the West, and then their other. And they, in reality, they're getting the bottom four teams in the West because they play Texas A&M. That makes perfect sense. And then Arkansas would get Vandy. They already play Missouri. Uh, their other West game this year, or their East game this year. I don't know. I think it's Kentucky. Did we have this discussion? I think we did. It's either it's either Kentucky or I, I get their schedule right here. I <laughs> know uh, it's not Kentucky. It's uh, well, I can just click on Arkansas, I guess. <laughs> Tennessee. Okay, so that's yeah, it works out pretty well. Arkansas gets Vandy. I'm sorry, they already have Missouri. They get add Vandy. They have Tennessee, and then you give them South Carolina. So South Carolina plays Arkansas, and or or you know. It, it, there's a lot of scenarios, but you see where I'm headed. You see where my mind is going. Make sense? Yeah. It still would just be a hell of a lot easier to do what we said before and just put the next two games on the schedule. Because then there's no there's no there's no screwing. there's no arguing over who got who. Right. It's just as always state, kind of the luck state of the goes rotation. to Georgia this year, and then in two years they get them here, and it it, it, it it works itself. out. And I mean that could be one of the models that they vote on. You know. Right. We'll see. It doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense to do it any other way to me. Doesn't make sense to try to get cr- creative and complicated with it. <laughs> Did you see? Uh, I don't know who was first. I saw a couple people suggest it. I think our buddy that was on the pod a few weeks ago, Wes Rucker, was one of the ones to suggest this. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know how good of an idea it is, but everybody sure watch if they kind of did a lottery and let every yeah. school pick their two. Well, yeah, not thing. so much pick as just you know have or, the coaches or, yeah. sitting there like the NBA draft lottery. Just sitting there watching, and like, who do Alabama I get? and that black. I'll tell you, yeah. Nick Saban sitting there. He just winks over at Sankey, and that black and gold ball comes How out. How great would that be? People would lose their minds. You know, Arkansas. You see a red and black ball and a blue and orange ball come out. You're like, come on. <laughs> Sam Pittman's like, no, sir. <laughs> yes, I'd, I'd be all for that. Harvey Updike has passed away. Hmm. I'll plant a tree day, in his honor on the day they announced they were going to play. Yeah, yeah, he's held out for that, I guess. Oh well. Oh well. Could you uh, see some like major shakeup here? Do you think? And no. by major, I mean like like change the schedules completely. Like start no. off with rivalry weekend or something. I, I I don't think they want to do that because if you did that, you would ensure that you played it, kind of deal. Like yeah, if you wait but, till later in the season. Yeah, what if things? I don't think. I don't know about State or Ole Miss. I don't think. I, I don't, although Ole Miss, their fans are always like, Let's play the game, you know, because they're sore losers. But I don't think the Iron Bowl for sure. Yeah. Now, think about think about rival rivalry weekend. I could never say it. Yeah, Georgia Georgia Tech is gone. That's Florida, right. Florida State is gone. That's right. Uh, so a lot of those there really games, is no rivalry weekend unless your rival isn't. Do you play Georgia Florida the last weekend of the season? 
Well, the deal with that is, if you're going to play it in Jacksonville, which I don't guess you have they to do. They are going to play in Jacksonville. Well, they, then, or at least they said they were. Well, I mean, you only have so many weekends you can do that because the Jaguars play. Yeah, yeah, which I don't know if you saw this or not. The uh, SEC championship game is the same weekend as a Falcons home game now. I, I, I mean, obviously saw when the SEC championship is. I did not realize the Falcons, yeah, the Falcons play. play at noon the next day against Tampa Bay. I bet they'll get enough employees in there to get that place looking yeah, sharp. It'll by be Sunday. fine. Um, it's interesting. That's 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 an interesting thought because it, the, the rivalry games are, are out of the uh, they're out of the ordinary now. But you still have Florida, Georgia, you know Tennessee, Vanderbilt. Um, you know you could pair Kentucky up with somebody. Um, I mean, but but you got a pretty good core there with Tennessee, Vanderbilt, no, State, Ole Miss, Mississippi State rival. Yeah, Big State, rival. State, and Ole Miss, Auburn, and Alabama, LSU, A and M. And then I'm telling you, move move the cocktail party to the last game of the season. That'll be fun. This is an opportunity. This is where I wish more people like you and me worked in the SEC office, and not everybody who's so stodgy. Yeah. This is an opportunity to have some fun. Yeah. To make some some interesting stuff happen. It, I, I keep referring back to MLB because I watch so much of it, and pay attention to so much of it. But I kind of credit them a little bit, and I think Rob Manfred's a terrible commissioner. But I do kind of the worst. <laughs> I do kind of credit MLB for. Not being so stuck in this is how it has to be done kind of thing. I mean, they're doing the softball rule, you know, for extra innings. Put a runner on second, start extra innings. They're doing. They're, they're talking about, and it could be implemented as soon as this weekend, doing seven-inning doubleheaders in Major League Baseball to try and get some of these games in. Um, and I say all that to say, I hope SEC, the SEC and college football kind of takes a page out of that because this is always – for the rest of time, going to be the wild and wacky coronavirus year in every sport. So why not take advantage of it and do some different stuff? I mean, you're already playing a conference-only schedule. That's different. Uh, yeah, shake it up. Do something crazy outside the box. Um, it could be... It, it's going to be something that if they can play it to completion, ain't going to be no forgetting this year anyway, but this will just add to the madness. Uh Looking forward to it, man. Yeah. I'm glad we're going to hopefully uh, have football to actually what, talk about. For us, just for you and me, I know that maybe our listeners are like, what do you think it's going to look like for us? We've, we've, we've learned today, we've heard some rumors that it's going to be a lot of virtual. I think everything I will be virtual. I don't think we're going to go down to the press room anymore. No. I think we'll just sit in the box and they'll send us, shoot us a link and we sit there and Zoom with, with Leach and the players after the game. I think in the Same press box. Monday. I think in the press box when I want to get your attention, I might have to shoot a spitball at you or something because you're going to be 20. Oh, that wouldn't be good though because then I'm. Why would you do that? You're just, you're just passing germs. That's true. I can't do that. You're just so inconsiderate. Um, We're going to be spread out. We're going to be spread out, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a lot do less. Do you think we'll travel? No. You think they won't be? I think the only one they'll do is the Egg Bowl because, and it's, I think they'll, the Iron Bowl will be the same way because there's just that's just such and plus it's so late. Yeah, if it, if it is late in the season, could be better situations by then. I don't know if they'll do the Egg Bowl because by and large our entire media contingent would go, and and then you're going to be shoulder to shoulder in that old Miss press box if you if you did that. They, 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 there's enough room in that press box to spread people out if you just you just limit people limit how many people can come. I mean, if it's just one of one, you know, now I don't know how you do it with the Clarion Ledger because they have a state guy and an Ole Miss guy. You know, it would have been a problem for Super Talk. Well, I mean, it's a problem for. I mean, there's a yeah state. There, there, Ole Miss. Yeah, there, just, I, right. I mean, I get that, but just there's ways to do it. That and you know, 
You should have to tell some. I don't know the Ole Miss press box the way I know the Mississippi State press box, but I know the Mississippi State press box. There are plenty of spots for people who do not actually cover Mississippi State sports on a daily basis. They may talk about Mississippi State sports, but they're not, you know, going to press conferences, going to practices, talking to the players. They're just, they just show up, you know, when they show up. You got to have to get rid of those people. It's like, you know, because it may, it may, you know, normally, I think we've talked about this before, back row of the press box is the MSU media contingent. And I, I mean the media work, relations. Working. Work, they work for MSU. They work for MSU. Row three is the MSU beat. That's us. That's Joel, me, Tyler, Ben, so on and so forth. Uh, row three is your visiting media and your national media. Well, row, row two. Row two, I'm sorry, yeah. yeah. Row two is your visiting media and your national media. And then row one is your TV people. Um, my guess is the the national media are they're going to probably lose out, and I, that seems weird to say, but I mean most I would imagine most of them don't want to travel anyway. They're going to have to fly. You don't want if you can avoid that, you you don't want to. Um, and then your visiting media, you maybe you just you know have a sort of what we're talking about with the, the schedule, a little bit of a lottery. So all I know is this: if I don't cover the game. I will go to the Egg Bowl as a fan if I can get in there. I, I'm not snapping my streak if I can avoid it. <laughs> right, I'm too old to, to start a new one. So, we'll see. But it is going to be different this year. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm sure they'll... We were talking about this. Like We might just be here in Starkville on weekends for college football when State's on the road. Yeah. Which is just hard to wrap my head around. I mean, and the reality is if all we're doing is virtual, we can do as good a job sitting in Starkville as we could and, yeah. and wherever. Yeah. Um, well, it's really true of, of the home games, too, yeah, at that point. Yeah, it is. Uh, I just don't like the idea. It's going to be interesting like telling my kids, like, all right, shut up for an hour. <laughs> i got to talk to Coach Leach. What I don't like about the whole everything's virtual is that it makes it a little bit more tough for, all, for everybody to have unique content. You know, I would like to write a story that everybody isn't writing. And everybody's right. going to get the same quotes. Yeah. Everybody's going to get the same video. Everybody's going to get the same audio. We'll everybody's going to get the same, same, same. We'll take you a little inside here. When we talk to players, coaches is one thing. But for players... We can request who we want. We can request who you want. And now, last we'll use last year. Schrader always came to the podium. Yeah. Or Tommy Stevens, whoever the starting quarterback the was. The big star. Kylan was always up there. Errol Thompson was always up there. But if you wanted to talk to... Whoever. Yeah, somebody else. And nobody else had requested them. You could pull them aside and go outside and talk to them, and you had quotes that nobody else had. Same thing. You could do the same thing with some assistant coaches. If you're like, "Hey, I, I want to talk to you know, Coach Johnson, Marcus Johnson at the time," you know, they would they would set that up for you, and then nobody else had those quotes. And what your Joel is saying is that now, if you read one of our articles, you probably you read them all. Yeah, that's probably you know. That said, I mean, I'm. <laughs> I'm sure I, you know, Brandon and I'm sure Mississippi State can get guys on the phone with, you with us. A yeah, bit, they're like, look, I want to talk. It just makes so it. So. Uh, it makes it a little more difficult. We're gonna have I to guess. work a little harder. But you know what? That's the challenge. If if having to work a little harder to get interviews and get content is the, is the price we have to pay to have football, I'll pay it. I'll yeah. pay it. I'll pay it ten times over. Yeah. I'm not gonna complain. Yeah, it's yeah. just easier when. No, I mean, you out well, there probably saying, "Oh, we don't care." Well, I mean, it's it's content for you guys. I mean, it's some well, of this is you care about the content. You yeah. don't care the fact that we, what we have to go through to get. <laughs> you to don't it. you don't care how, how the sausage <laughs> well, is made. Yeah, exactly. Just, don't care about the labor pain. Uh, <laughs> Show me the baby. But like, yeah, the last couple of months, even I mean, I've tried to get some guys, uh, see if I can get a phone, whatever. And there's been a couple of guys that said, "Yeah, I'll do it," but then 
they don't call kind of thing. Like right. that, when we're up there every day and they're practicing every day yeah. and they're already there, it just you're well, more likely to get what you ask I'm for. I'm not going to complain. Oh, I'm not either. We'll figure it out. I'm you're, <laughs> you're complaining right now. Right now you are complaining. I guess I am, aren't I? Yes. I'm complaining, but I'm not complaining, you know? Like well, I'm, you're I'm not stating, whining about I'm it. I'm stating what's happening. Right. We're, it's going to get figured out. We'll have, we'll have plenty of stuff. And if nothing else, Joel, if nothing else, we have games to talk about. All right? And we're going to have Mike Leach on Zooms, if nothing else. Yeah. So that's high-quality entertainment in and of itself, I'm sure. I can't. They should stream those. they got to find a way to stream those live so that people can watch. Not that they can comment, but they can just watch because there's going to be good stuff coming out of those things. I wonder how. Surely that's possible They're going to make the SEC Network will do it. Yeah. Because the same way they've done it. Because it's always on SEC Plus when it's live. Exactly. The- They'll find a way to, to put it on SEC Plus. But it'll be fun. But uh, now everybody gets to see our faces, too. <laughs> it'll be exciting. We'll be big stars. <laughs> All right. Man, just speaking personally, and before, yeah, I guess we'll move on into my, my personal thoughts here. Yeah. Uh, and that's brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef, who uh, this weekend... If you if you've gotten if you've hit up Welcome Home Beef, well you're going to be eating good this weekend. You're going to be putting an incredible steak on the grill, or maybe some delicious burgers. Maybe you're going to put a brisket on the smoker, some beef ribs. All the options are there. If you didn't call Belt Welcome Home Beef, well that's on you. But it's not too late. You can if you live here in Starkville, you can always go by there. Their location at University Drive. You can call them at 662-418-2021, or you can go on Facebook.com and place an order and go pick it up, or they'll bring it even out, they'll bring it out to the car for you. No need to get out. Keep that social distance that you want. I can't say it enough, and I've said it a million times, I feel like, on this show, but of all of the products I've sponsored, no offense to any of them, but, man, I am, I am a Welcome Home Beef uh, convert. I, I will be that, that, As long as they are providing this kind of quality service and quality product, you're going to see Brian Haydad there just about every weekend. So go by, check them out. And, of course, if you're lucky enough to live in Collinsville, Mississippi, and go by the Piggly Wiggly, you can buy their products fresh off the shelf right there. Welcome Home Beef. Proud sponsor of Thunder and Lightning. One thing we know about them. It just tastes good. I just feel like I can breathe today. All right. And, you know, just to... I wasn't worried about losing my job, but I was at the same time. Because, honestly... I mean, there's nothing we can do about it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Sports Talk Mississippi could have continued as a NBA MLB recap show. Yeah. We could have done it. But at the end of the day, you and I, you know and I know that... College football is the lifeblood. What Ed Orgeron said that a lot of people picked on him for is correct. College football is the lifeblood of of the South. All right, in terms of so many people's lives are affected by it. You think about here in Starkville, every business owner is affected by college football. Yep. Every landlord, the university itself, university. Enrollment has increased. Why? Because the football team has been good. You know where the enrollment hasn't increased? At the Oxford campus at Ole Miss. Because, because football is not as good. People want to see good football. And people want to see football, period. And for people like me and Joel, you know, especially for Joel, you know, I, I like I said, I could have covered the other stuff and it would have been weird. You know, we had NFL. That's going to happen. I could talk about the Saints. Or, if there's no fall football season, yeah. I'm probably unemployed. Yeah. It needs to happen. At least unemployed with my current employer. Right. So, <laughs> you know, I feel like today I can breathe. Like, there's going to be football. It's going to happen. And I'll have something to talk about. And, you know, you and I have been putting this podcast together now since March 12th with no games. And, I mean, I'm looking forward to 
the things that are true. I'm looking forward to, you know, who got coffee that weekend. Yep. We're going to have it. So I feel like I can breathe today. That's a good feeling. It's a good Man, feeling. I know what we can do, Brian. Tell me. For road games, mm-hmm. we can just have live watch-alongs with thunder and lightning. Joel, <laughs> don't think I haven't already thought about that. <laughs> you know, they, there's those guys. Those guys did that for uh, for Auburn. Yeah. And uh, it was really fun to watch when State beat them in 14. Of course, one of those guys is Jack Crow, who, and I quote, said, Arkansas is a much better program than Mississippi State or Ole Miss. How's that working out for you? Um, but don't think I hadn't thought that. <laughs> like putting the camera, putting the thing on the tripod and – you and me just sitting on the couch. I mean, nobody likes the ESPN announcers. It anyway. would be not safe for work. <laughs> not safe for children, probably. Let a let a bad turnover happen, and you hear what I have to say. But yeah, I had thought about it, so for sure, that's something something to consider uh, down the road. All right, guys, have a great weekend. It's going to be you can start counting the days to college football, and that is a beautiful, beautiful thing. For Joel T. Coleman, Woo. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.